Today on Unexpected Hauntings, we hear a scary Tinder story. What do you do when you realize that there's a ghost that wakes you up in the morning? What do you do when you realize a real legend and myth is come to reality and is coming after you to kill you? More coming up for you on Unexpected Hauntings. Stay tuned, listeners. Listen if you dare, as we unfold stories of unexplained happenings and phenomena. Write in at unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. This is where the unexpected and ghost stories are brought into reality. This is Unexpected Hauntings. That's right, and welcome back. This is episode 29 of Unexpected Hauntings. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, and I'm going to be starting off a little bit different. Um, as you as you all know, I did a special episode for um, a middle school my sister teaches at. And um, they all had some really, really great feedback. And it was just really cool just um, hearing back from them. And a little kid's imagination has always been really special to me as well. So, as a treat, I'm going to read some of the things that they wrote and some of their favorite stories. So, basically, what I did, I, um, I might add that episode on here as well. So, that way, if you have some kiddos, then you guys can listen to it together because I know sometimes the episodes can be a little bit explicit and you know there can be some language here and there um, within the stories but with this kid friendly episode you don't have to worry about that um, there's no bad language nothing too too scary um, it was just a fun little Halloween episode that I did for him and uh, they really really enjoyed it so I'm probably going to keep doing that every Halloween but I know Halloween is over with and I know a lot of people are going on with Christmas and all that stuff. I know I just set up my tree today, um, and that was a blast, a lot of fun. Always love to decorate, and it was my first time doing that at my own place. So that was very different. But um, we're going to go ahead and just uh, read some of these stories for you. It's kind of funny. So <laughs> um, it, it's... It's kind of funny. I'm probably just going to read it like the kids wrote it. And you guys can probably pick off what what they meant. So, um, you know, it's always good. So, um, here we go. Start off with the first one, Samantha Laguna. Let's see. That was a picture of a pumpkin. And I'm going to be sharing some of these online as well. So, I'm, I'm taking pictures and sharing it on the Facebook page. If you guys want to... Um, go and follow follow uh, Unexpected Hauntings on Facebook. Uh, or give us a like more as well because it's a page. But yeah, like the page on Facebook. We keep it updated uh, quite a bit. So go and follow that as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and read this. Uh, Samantha Laguna. Let's see. 
says, thank you for the stories. My favorite story you told was the high bridge because you give details. Well, thanks, Samantha. Yeah, I did the high, high bridge story. If you guys remember that in the earlier episodes, I um, shared that as well as some others that will probably be talked about during these. Let's see. Oh, they drew the high bridge train. Okay, Karen Cohen. My bad. Cohen Tatum. Dear Ben, thanks you for thanks you for doing this. <laughs> My favorite book is High Bridge. Well, thank you. Cool, buddy. I appreciate that. Um Oh, cool. We've got an artist amongst us. Uh, I know it's different because you guys can't see it. I wish I could do a video of this, but not in the perfect spot for a video. Let's see. Dear Ben, thank you for going out of your way to do this for us. My favorite story was the scarecrow because it reminds me of my scary dream. I'm going to tell you about one of my scary dreams. When I was five, I had a room with my sister. She was old, so she wanted, let's see, it's kind of hard to see, she wanted to room with her sisters. One time, the roommates moved out, and on, let's see, and my sister stayed in her room, and no one was there. Day I went to sleep, I had a blanket. I was in the bottom. My sister used to be on the be on the top, and I had a dream that this doll was on the top bunk and she was just staring at me. I got up in a panic attack. It was gone. Oh, well, a cool story. Thank you. Uh, there's no name on here, but thank you. Pretty cool story. I think that she wanted that story to be told. <laughs> I think specifically she told me that. Um, okay, it says, thank you. Thank you for the story. My favorite story you told was the High Bridge story, because I like the story. Cool. Thanks, Stephen. That's what's up. Okay. Thank you for telling us stories. Um... I also appreciate that you told us this, the stories even though you didn't come to school. Plus, my favorite story was The Scarecrow because it was really scary and my favorite song was about was The Addams Family. Ooh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good song. And that was in the episode two. I did a guessing song game for him and Addams Family was one of them. Okay. Dear Ben, my, my favorite story was The High Bridge. I really liked it because it was a little spookier. And thank you for telling us the sto these stories. All right. And keep in mind, these are sixth graders writing this. So <laughs> that's why it's kind of all over the place. They did a good job, though. Okay. Dear Ben, thank you for telling us those stories. My favorite story you told was High Bridge because the story was so good it sounded like I was there, but when you said the whistle, I was like, what's going to happen next? All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I did the, 
the whistle story in there. Okay. All right. Thank you for telling those amazing stories. My favorite story you told was High Bridge because I feel like that was the scariest one. And that one had good details. I also liked the Scarecrow because that one was also scary. Thank you for the four stories. I really enjoyed them. You're welcome. See, thank you for the podcast. I love the scary story that came with it. You have pretty good a pretty good story. <laughs> My favorite story was High Bridge. It has a score a scary sad feeling to it. I love that you said that people we talk about the train coming is so it's so sad for the sister she had a life and the train took her life. Thank you for the scary stories. Samuel, good old Samuel. Okay. Thank you for the amazing podcast. My favorite story was the jack-o'-lantern. It was amazing. You're good at making stories. I have a question. Is your podcast on Spotify? <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Spotify. Of course, you meant to say Spotify, but that just cracks me up. Yes, it is on Spotify. Yes, my dear Eduardo, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for the pirate skeleton story. And it was rem- reminding me of the raven. I loved it because the pirates are so cool. It was a mysterious folk tale. That story of Scooby-Doo was weird because I thought it was spooky. Spooky skeletons in your voice is the sound of an angel. Oh, well, thanks, Sergio. Okay. Thank you for the podcast. It it good. My favorite story was The Scarecrow. I loved it because you made it interesting. My favorite song was The Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, Allison, thank you. Thank you for the podcast. I love all the stories. My favorite story was The High Bridge. I loved it because it was amazing how you tell the story. And it was interesting and a little bit of spooky. Also, it was mysterious how the girl got stuck on the train road when she died. Thank you. Jos- Josmy? Josmily? It's a funky one. Thank you for telling a, a stories that, that you know about. My favorite story was Jack-O-Lantern, Scarecrow. They're my favorite because from the Jack-O-Lantern, because about the cross. And from the Scarecrow is when he came alive. I love them because I love the scary stories of books. And my favorite song was The Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. All great write-ins. I love my fan mail. So, thank you guys. Um, I'll probably be um, clipping this for the kids for for them to get some feedback and know that their stories have been told. Um, and, well, not really stories, but that one kid had a story. But um, that I read their stories, read what they wrote about it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> just love, uh, love little kids. 
they got a mind of their own, don't they? Um, but without further ado, we're going to focus more on today's episode, on the 29th episode. Um, we got some pretty wild stories coming in at you. Uh, I'm going to pull them up. Let's see. Um, go into this real quick. Yes, there it is. Okay, yeah. Um, so we got some a scary Tinder story, which is very interesting. You just got to keep your mind um, level with that. <laughs> it's very interesting, and and it you know it's kind of out there. So um, we got a scary Tinder story for you. Uh, we got a ghost story in that's found in their bedroom, um, and a scary experience with their friends. Um, and all of these pretty much involve ghosts, I'm pretty sure. So, I don't think the scariest experience with the friends is a ghost story. But, um, you know, it's very interesting. Um, but anyways, we're going to go ahead and go into the scary Tinder story. I haven't read it myself either, so this will be interesting. I uh, kind of nitpicked some of it, and it sounded pretty wild. So stay with me as we go over the scary Tinder story. Here's a story for you. Just for some background info, I'm an 18-year-old male currently living in New York. I'm 6'4 and buff. I've always had I've always been the center of ridicule and teasing from a young age due to my size. Just for some context, I stopped growing in the ninth grade. Four years ago, I was already done with puberty and had a full-on beard and was adult-like. I took advantage of this sometimes too much, which led me losing my virginity in the ninth grade to a girl who was in college. This story takes place when I was in the tenth grade. I was lonely after a breakup went with my then seven-month-old girlfriend I was looking for a one-night stand, so I turned to Tinder. I set up a fake profile with my real picture and waited. There was this gorgeous girl whom I matched with. This girl was too good to be true, which gave me the first red flag, yet I, I went along with it anyway. We exchanged innocent messages and planned to meet at her place the next day around 9 p.m. I wasn't as excited as you would think because I had some doubts on this girl because I didn't know if she was real. So 9pm rolls around and I get ready to go to her place. I mentally prepare myself if anything crazy was going to go down. Before I left, I text my dad saying I was going to a friend's house and left. I asked my good friend Isaac, who was six years um, who was six years my senior to drive me since he had a car. He warned me to be cautious, as I was. Long story short, he drives me to her apartment and I ring the doorbell. I hear light footsteps behind the door and high-pitched voice saying, Be right there. That's when I text my friend telling him everything's fine and that he should leave. But boy, was I wrong. The door opens to the girl in the picture. I immediately felt excited 
which didn't last for long. On my Tinder account, I wrote that I was 24 when I really was only 15. She, not knowing this, swiftly asked me if I wanted a drink. I said I didn't want anything, which visibly made her facial expression turn from happy to pissed off. I realized that maybe I was going to be drugged. I, and I, was not about to take any chances, so I asked to go to the bathroom. She then out of the blue said, sure, happily. Again, her weird response confirmed my theory in my head. I go to the bathroom and quickly text my friend to come back and pick me up. Then I, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a a figure dressed in all black standing in the shower, trying to hide behind the curtain. I figured he saw something. I figured he saw me looking, looking looking at him because not even two seconds later he lunged at me. I was scared shitless, even though I was massively taller than this man. He tried pushing me to the floor, yet to no avail. I overpowered him too vastly. I grabbed him by the shirt and locked him in the eye. He was around 5'10", sort of buff, mid-30s, bald, and looked to be of Russian descent. I pushed him on the floor and cursed him out, because I was also because I also know Russian. He tells me to go fuck myself, which is when I punched him in the face. There I was a fifteen year old retard in a bathroom with a knocked out man. I panicked, but I keep my cool and took out my phone and took many photos of the man. By then my friend texted me and told me he was outside of the building waiting for me, but also by then the girl opened the door to the bathroom and started to scream. I pushed her with all my power and sprinted the hell sprinted the hell out of the apartment. When I got to my friend's car, I frantically realized to him what happened. I frantically explained to him what happened. I only then I realized I couldn't been drugged, killed or I could have Sorry, guys. I only then realized I could have been drugged, killed, or worse. I obviously took screenshots of her profile and messages between us. Even though I had all the proof in the world to lock those assholes up, I didn't because I I was that scared of my parents and lying to them. Moral of the story, be cautious when dating online. So when dating, be careful. <laughs> um, everything might turn might not turn out the way you want it to be. Moral of the story. Um, and yes, I get that. There's a lot of like red flags that pop up as well because I'm on Hinge, and um, you know I look at people and I'll be like, okay, that's too good to be true. They liked me, but you know they're like way out of my league, and it's just too good to be true. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) I definitely, definitely feel that for him. So I'm glad he was able to get out and was able to, um, get his friend to pick him up. 
that's really good. Um, it really sucks that he he didn't uh, he wasn't old enough to drive, but um, but um, yeah. So, um, what a crazy story, crazy Tinder story. <laughs> um, I would have deleted the app after that. I would just been like, nope, no more Tinder for me. So, um, yeah, no ma- no matter how desperate you get. <laughs> Don't do any crazy shit like this because, um, yeah, he, like he said, he could have been, ended up being drunk, drugged, raped, or even worse. Um, so yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, we're going to go into the next story. Um, and it's, I saw a ghost in my bedroom, but before I go into that story, I'm going to go and go ahead and let you guys know to write us a review if you want. Um, newcomers, welcome. I sh- probably should have said that in the very beginning, <laughs> but I'm saying that in the middle of the podcast. I don't know why, but uh, welcome to Unexpected Hauntings. If, the, if this is your first time, uh, we just go over ghost stories. Sometimes it's not just ghost stories. Some type, sometimes it's just creepy ass stories that are just so creepy and bone chilling that uh yeah you have to basically you have to sleep with the lights on <laughs> not that scary but uh pretty much but uh but yeah welcome and uh be sure to hit that subscribe button on our um apple podcast and uh do the same on spotify as well also share the word too for unexpected hauntings we would love that We've got uh, around 1K listeners right now, so that is amazing. 100 or 1K um, plays total, so that is amazing. I'd love to see that number keep growing, and I just love where Unexpected Hauntings is going right now, and it's just growing um, and becoming a stronger podcast than I've ever imagined. So thank you guys so much for that as well. But um. With that being said, we're going to go into um, our next story. Enjoy. Just to let readers know, I am a female. It was Thursday... And I had an alarm for 6 a.m. because I had school the next day. I woke up to my alarm blasting in my ear. I grabbed my phone and turned the alarm off. I was awake now and was glued to bed, so I decided to go on Instagram. That's when I saw it. Something, or someone, standing one foot away from me. My vision was a a bit blurry, but I could see what she was wearing. She had long hair and a nightgown with flowers. Her legs were so pale. She was in front of my brother's bed, moving side to side gently while looking at me. I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. I went, I went under my covers and started rubbing my eyes, and when I accidentally scratched myself, that's when I realized I wasn't dreaming. I pulled my covers off, and she was still there. All I could do was call for my brother's name. For my brother's privacy, we'll just call him Jack. 
I whispered while, cry while crying. Jack, use your flashlight. I said this about five times while crying louder. He heard me on the sixth time and he, and he woke up and grabbed his flashlight. That's when she vanished and my dog woke up. I was still scared and crying. I told my brother what happened and I still went to school that day. When I came back, I told my mom of what had happened and she still that and what she still chills me to the bone. She said a woman had died in our house. She used to live with her son. When she died, her son moved away and my mom rented the house. I'm no longer comfortable being in this house. So that would have been nice info for the parent to give to the kids. Um, yeah, there's someone that died in this house. <laughs> uh, that's that's not a settling story. So it makes me wonder if the mom is still waiting for the son to come back. Um, it's very interesting how that story was going. Um, and... Uh, that's something you don't want to wake up before school and seeing. <laughs> because, I mean, 6 a.m., it's still dark, you know, around, well, this time, it's it's still dark. Um, the sun is, is slowly rising, and there's still shadows. So, you know, ghosts definitely move within the shadows, I believe. So, what a startling story. And I would have really been interested if she were to watch she were to see a, a picture of the lady that died see if she could match that up with the the lady that passed away in the apartment the ghost because if she could then that would be total clarification uh nothing would be in the dark <laughs> and uh yeah that would be pretty interesting to say the least but if you guys have any questions or want to add on to these stories, write into us at unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys about this on the stories that are being told. And also, as always, write in your stories. Uh, we're always getting some fresh ones here and there, but it's not so rapid anymore. Um, so, yeah, just continue doing that. We'd love, love to hear your stories. Um, and we're going to go into the last story of the day. And it's called The Scariest Experience with My Friends Ever. It's based on a true story. Here we go. Are you ready? Grab yourself a drink, sit down, and enjoy this scary experience. Here we go. I'm 14 and this happened to my best friend and I about three or four years ago. It was my friend who I'll call Anna. It was Anna's birthday so she, she had invited me and our f other friend who I'll call Sandy to go to our school's park and hang out. Now 
you should know that our whole school is on top of huge sewer pipes and surrounded by woods. We were goofing off at the edge of the woods when we had found a trail we've never seen before. And being the troublemakers we were, and still are, we decided to go see where it would lead to. Sandy leading the way. Being as she was the most reckless of the three, Anna and I took it slower on, on the other hand, because we didn't know what we'd find, where it would lead to, or what had happened. After what was about five minutes of walking, the path came to a small bend. We went around to see a small stream, which had about a foot above it. On the old pipe openings, it was open, tall and wide enough where you could fully stand up on it. I remember things the older kids would tell Anna and I on the bus about these pipes. The, the, uh, the one that scared me the most was about the pipe man. The pipe man was said to live in the pipe and any time he got hungry, he would go and kidnap little girls sexually assault them, kill them, and eat them. Then he would bring what was left of them to some of the train tracks running through the town. So of course, me being the scared little shit I was at the age, I got really uneasy. Sandy and Anna, though, they wanted to see what was down there in the pipeline and kept trying to convince me until they did. We went maybe three or four feet in, but it got too dark and we couldn't see. The smell, it smelt so bad in there that we were gagging and had to get out. Naturally, being Anna's birthday, Sandy and I were sleeping over at her house. At this time, we were all curious about what was in the pipe. So we left the front, so we left the front to the trail. Anna took off her hat and put it in front of the trail. We had planned on coming back in the morning, prepared this time. Her mom agreed to letting us go back. Another fact about these woods is they wrap around and lead to the old state school cemetery. So that made everything creepier, knowing that there was no room to bury. The next morning, when we, got, when we go to the park and went to find where Anna had left her hat, it was gone. So we put it off as some jerky-ass kids took it. We still found the trail, of course, and couldn't hold our excitement. So fear as we approached the bend. Putting on our mask, we couldn't smell the horrible smell. Turning on our flashlights, we entered. We walked pretty far down the pipe before things got weird. We could no longer see where we came in and we were finding what we assumed to be animal bones, although Anna and I also kept the thought that the pipe man thought of the pipe man. Sandy, of course, the leader, walked around 15 more feet ahead before stopping and screaming. Anna and I, of course, have never heard her scream like that before and ran up to her. We looked at what she was pointing and could not believe our eyes. It was Anna's hat. Her freaking hat was way down in the pipeline, covered in this red liquid. 
we ran out of there faster than we've ever moved before, leaving her hat behind. We made it out of the pipe, panting and gasping for breath. Never have I ever been so scared. But the story doesn't end here. Before we even started back up the trail, we heard a branch snap behind us. I was the one to turn around to see a tall man who was very dirty looking and had very messy hair. We ran again all the way up the trail as far as we knew our, our worst fear came true. The pipe man was real. We could have been his next meal, but we were lucky enough to make it out alive, except for some scratches here and there from running into branches. Sandy, Anna, and I have never told anyone this, and we will we all probably deny it if asked about it. The park has since been torn down, but the trail remains. None of us will go down there ever again. But Sandy and I have no problem playing sports right at the football and softball fields. Just as long as there are adults with us. So, Pipe Man, if you're reading this or watching this, we best never meet. So the pipe man. So whenever I was skimming through this, I was thinking, oh, he smokes pipes. No. <laughs> the complete opposite. He lives in the pipes underground. How creepy is that? Um, actually, it kind of reminded me of Pennywise. Uh, if you ever watch it or the new series, either one, he lives in the pipes and it's always been just a creepyish, nightmarish uh, of a movie for me because I'm terrified of clowns but you know to live underground in pipes that is creepy I mean you know there's barely any elbow room and um, it sounded to me like the pipes were definitely big enough to walk through so just think about if you've seen the newish it the first one, the first remake, when they walk into that gigantic sewer pipe, that's that's pretty much a depiction of what's going on. They walk in there, it gets too dark, and then they decide to turn back, which is smart because you know you don't want to get lost in a sewer pipe because it breaks off into different parts, of course. Um, so, yeah, um, <laughs> very very creepy stories today. Um, and we would love to hear from you guys. So, of course, again, send in your stories. Um, and these were just great. Um, very, very creepy. Not too gory, so that's good. I'm trying to steer away from super gory stories. Uh, I know that why a while back had those grocery stories and had some people uh, complain about those, saying that those were too gruesome. Um, which, you know, parts of them were. Parts of them were. So I'm trying to get away from that as well. Um, but yeah, I think that that will wrap up today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Thank you so much for your support. I hope that you guys have a great day. And as always, 
Stay spooky, listeners.